You are listening to the unscripted, unfiltered, 100% authentic, the Air Raid Attack podcast. I'm one half of the A-team, the uh, the dream team, as I call it. Mike here in the 405 of Oklahoma City. Joining with me is the other half of the dream team, Miss Jamie. Of course, as you all know, Nebraska had a busy week, and uh, we'll obviously touch base as we preview Oklahoma and Nebraska. Miss Jamie, how are you doing this evening? Um, doing okay. You know, can't complain. Long day, but... I'm here, so that's what matters, right? Hey, it's it's a thought that counts, and just know that uh, you know you guys are going to eventually head in the right direction. I really believe that. Yeah, I think a lot. Um, you know, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened this week coming out with the media and all and whatnot. So it's been kind of a it's been a busy week, and you know, I think we all saw it coming. I don't know if we all saw it coming when it actually went down. Um, but nonetheless, Scott Frost is out and Mickey Joseph is our interim and has already made some interesting changes, uh, moving forward. So I think, I think it was the right thing to do. Um, I think Trev did the right thing to salvage the season, salvage recruits, salvage, um, you know, what's, what's kind of left in Nebraska football to be able to get into a better place to move forward, um, so yeah, but it's been it's been interesting to, to say the very least. <laughs> Obviously, we're not going to spend all day touching up on uh, on Scott Frost. But what was your first reaction? I mean, obviously, I wasn't surprised when Bleacher Report reported. I mean. I thought at least till after I was really hoping. Oh, you would have won. Maybe we could have been the reason why. But um, <laughs> but uh, I really thought at least through October, just simply because of contract reasons. But sounds like that that's not going to be an issue that they're going to pay up regardless. But uh, what was your immediate reaction when when that news broke that Scott Frost is out as uh, Nebraska's head coach? You know, I think it, for me, it was kind of bittersweet. You know, you knew it was coming. Um, it's kind of, it's sad that it ended the way it did. Um, it, you know, it wasn't supposed to go the way that it went, but, you know, the writing was on the wall and, um, you know, I always knew that Trev would make the best decision for Nebraska football. And one of the interesting quotes that's come out um, both from Trev and Mickey um, is that, you know, no one person is above Nebraska football. Uh, you know, it's bigger than one guy. So mm -hmm. that's been very, very tall tale. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I think Mickey's the right guy for the job. I'm really excited that he has this opportunity. You know, the first head coach, um, the first black head coach at Nebraska, um, which is incredible. And, you know, obviously he played at Nebraska. So that's, you know, that's that's pretty cool, especially going into OU week. You know, he knows all the tradition behind the rivalry and he's played in the games and, um you know, everybody's like Mickey Joseph revenge tour because, you know, <laughs> years ago, Oklahoma was kind of the, yep. the one who ruined his career. So <laughs> Ooh, yeah. uh, it's it's an interesting storyline. It's it's an interesting storyline when life kind of comes full circle. Um, but, you know, I'm ready to just move forward um, and and see what happens. You just you just never know with new, you know, new energy. And, you know, enthralled into practice and into the into the program, you never know what can happen. There's still nine games left. Well, and and we'll obviously talk Nebraska and Oklahoma. Um, needless to say, if you want to recap Georgia, <laughs> Georgia Southern, you're welcome to, Jamie. Oh, I God. Know you, I know. No, I don't. I have nothing. Nope. I have. Nope. I don't need to. It was, it was, um, so my brother was down at the game, actually. I was actually watching my niece for, for him, uh, my sister-in-law. And he was just like, Jamie, it was so bad. He's like, it may have looked bad on TV. It was worse in person. Um, so I was like, well, great. Super. <laughs> awesome. So I, Honestly, with what happened at Georgia Southern, I think that's why I was I was not very shocked at all. You can't you can't do that. I mean, I know a lot of teams struggle with the Sun Belt, um, but you can't do that at home, not in Memorial Stadium. No, I mean, you just you can't be doing that. 
So not surprised, but ready, like I said, ready to move forward. Ex- really excited about o- OU week. You know, we both grew up watching the rivalry mm-hmm. and I- I'm excited. It's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun game, you know, even regardless of what happens, it's, it, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a great week. Everybody knows when it's OU Nebraska week and everybody gets excited for it, regardless of whatever our team's records, what we've done, who the coaches are, you know, it's, it's, it's just exciting. It's, it's a great rivalry. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And of course, recap for Oklahoma. I was there. um, First half was pitiful. Uh, Second half, of course, uh, Dylan Gabriel, and Oklahoma completely torched them, and, and the rest is history. So whether or not you want to say, oh, you overlooked him, I mean, I guess you could say that Nebraska, I guess you could say that. But nonetheless, their offense is not bad. I'm still not sold on Dylan. I'll say that. But obviously, needless to say, we'll talk Oklahoma and Nebraska. We'll preview it. Presented by Storm Check. If you're in the OKC metro area, uh, use the code Air Raid four undefeated the number four undefeated 25 percent off and then of course if you're current or past military vet and uh use air raid four the number four military free service and of course lot to rain 10 percent use a code air raid i think it's air raid attack air raid something like that nonetheless yeah it's one of those days nonetheless uh, check them out and before we get to news i don't know if you heard this um i know i retweeted it's interesting kind of I ain't going to talk about it much on this one, but Oklahoma and uh, Georgia week two of next year's 2023 season in Norman has been now canceled or postponed. And along with the 2024 game against Tennessee also has been canceled and postponed. Uh, the SEC in Oklahoma has come to an agreement to uh, postpone those home and away series for both Georgia and Tennessee on a, on the case that obviously Oklahoma is going to the SEC. So, uh, um, yeah, <sighs> it's happening then. It's happening mm-hmm. sooner than later. If a, they're I think do it's that, next year. I think yep. so too. Absolutely. I hadn't seen that yet. Um, yep. I would, it I was, would say that it's a definite that OU is going next season then. That would be my guess. Uh, six hours ago, it broke news. Oklahoma, I started off on Bleach Report during lunch. I'm like, ah, here we go. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. Of course, all the rumors that's net. In fact, it is next year that the SEC will see. I think it's going to be. But uh, SMU is uh, <laughs> will be coming to Norman September 9th next. Uh oh, next year, September 9th, September 9th, uh, 2023. And then uh, I just had to redo this. And then, of course, we go to uh, Dallas, September the 11th, 2027. Not like, you know, anybody's excited for that one down about four years, five years from now. But nonetheless, SMU is Georgia's replacement. And uh, does that mean OU's going to the SEC next year? I ain't going to spend all night talking about it, but I would say there could be a safe bet on yeah. that one. I would say that's a pretty, pretty bygone conclusion. They're, they're, I mean, we always, we always thought that it would probably be the 2023 season um, with all the moves that everybody's making. So that wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me that that's why they did it, that that's why they did that. No, it wouldn't surprise me. And hopefully, uh, I hope it happens, even though we'll see how we do in the SEC. We could, uh, not to bring up Nebraska, but I mean, realistically, I mean, oh, you could easily be the 2.0, but we'll find out when that time comes. But let's talk Nebraska and Oklahoma. Of course, uh, you know, they won't play again unless they play in a bowl game or anything like that matter. But uh, in here, until I think the 20, 2029, I think the next time we play, we play each other. I think 2029 or 2030, something like that. Yeah. But enjoy the run, people, because <laughs> it's not as it used to be. Uh, of course, Oklahoma winning 28 of its last 32 row games and uh, scoring at least 30 uh, points in 36 of the last 37 row matchups. Here's a game that, uh, Jamie, that I was on Coach Eyes, the uh, Fan Addicts uh, Sports Podcast, beginning of the season for Oklahoma. And... I told him, of course, this is way before we all know all oh, Nebraska was going to lose to Northwestern and barely beat North Dakota and lose to Georgia yeah. Southern. I thought that this could easily be a game that Nebraska wins simply because Oklahoma's inexperienced now on the road. And Nebraska, yeah. regardless of what people say, is still a tough place to play. 
in Lincoln, of course. Now you have OU in Nebraska. <sighs> well, yeah, I, I really, agree. I really like a chances. Well, However, this is could be a trap game for OU because now you got Scott Frost out, <laughs> Mickey Joseph in. Now does it? Does he rally the guys? Is this is this the game that really triggers the program? Obviously, we'll find out uh, eleven o'clock on Saturday. But uh, what's your thoughts heading into this? Uh, I mean, I'm excited. You know, I just it, it's hard. I mean, right? Is. This is this is tough. And at the beginning of the season, you know, I would have said I, I was leaning more towards Nebraska winning this football game because because of all the new you know intangibles that are going on with OU. This is, and really this is OU's first test and it's on the road, right? Um, it's, you know, it's, it's hard for me because I think the only way Nebraska wins this game, and this is, this is hard for me to say is something magically changes with the defense mm-hmm. or we score with Oklahoma. That's the only that's the only way I really see this working out because our defense has looked so bad. And I heard heard a rumor. I don't know. This hasn't been confirmed, but I heard that Mickey Joseph took the black shirts away from those who had already been awarded them. Um, oh. So maybe that was another way to motivate them. You know, you, you, you've lost your, you've lost the ability to say you're a black shirt, go earn it now. Um, he also made a few changes with how the secondary is coached. You know, I guess Nebraska was the only person that only had one person coaching their DBs. Now he's, now he's broken it down. So Bill Bush has come over, he's going to do the nickel and then, um, Travis Fisher, who has been doing DBs is He's the one that's going to do – he's still going to, you know, be the primary cornerback. And then uh, Shenander, I think, has taken the safeties. Or I may have flipped Shenander and Bush around. But either way, so now it's – they're going to get more one-on-one. Um, it's going to be a smaller group to work with so you can identify, you know, areas of concern a little bit quicker. Um, but our gap assignments and linebackers – it's it's not been good um it's not been very strong and i was looking at i'm not really a huge numbers person to be honest with you Um, but sometimes it's interesting to look at it um you know just on paper um i mean oklahoma's win probability for this game was like 85 percent projecting about 45 points nebraska about 30 um when I, I previewed on the fan attic earlier on Monday and I said, I'd probably say, OU 45, Nebraska, maybe, maybe 38, somewhere in there, 30, 38. So I was pretty spot on. Um, this is before I'd even looked at it, but again, I just, I don't know how I just, I just don't know. I don't know. I've heard that OU is pretty good at running the ball and mm-hmm. If they don't stack the box, if they don't stack the box and try to make Dylan Gabriel beat them, there it's going to be a long day down at Lincoln. Yeah, I, the one thing I will say that um, the one thing I will say I noticed is the OU's running game is a lot better than it has been in years past. Of course, yeah. Eric Gray looks more. You know, he got he got some muscle put on him, which he he had to. He needed. Yeah, badly. And, um, you know, he's a lot better this year. And granted, I'm not <laughs> – let's – all the listeners out there, let's just be honest. I'm not comparing who, you know, Northwestern can beat UTIP and Northwestern can beat Kent State. I'm sure Northwestern can probably beat North Dakota and Georgia Southern. So Northwestern on Nebraska side is the best team that these two teams combined played. I'm not going to sit there and say that these this competitive team at OU plays is any good because they're not. But uh, nonetheless, OU can run the ball. Marcus Major, and you got uh, Eric Gray, really, really a good duo right there. Dylan Gabor can run when he wants to. Um, of course, you know you mentioned you mentioned Nebraska's defense. You know OU is. Uh, <sighs> 
y'all have been solid uh, on defense, which I would not. I mean, I would totally expect a Brett Venables defense to be solid. Oh, absolutely. Right. Like, I mean, that's we're not shocked, right? <laughs> yeah. Anybody that thinks that's like, oh my God, this team's defense is really good. I mean, I would have, that's probably been the first thing I would have seen improvement wise is, is the defense. And so far, so good. Not saying it's going to keep it that way, but so far, so good. Of course, Oklahoma hasn't, you know, one thing that you mentioned that you're worried about is Nebraska defense. I did some, a little search. I'll give courtesy on this one to the SI for this one, but Oklahoma is one of five teams that are left in the power of five that hasn't had a turnover yet, yet this season, which speaks volumes of great. Again, the competition hasn't been there, but it gives you point to your, to what you say with Nebraska is the defense. Now this could be a good opportunity for them. Like, Hey, these guys haven't had a turnover in the first two games. Here's our opportunity. I mean, I will say this. You put the ball up and you just never know. And I I will say that they've been better at forcing turnovers this season. Um, You know, Buford, he's young, but he's very, very, very talented. Um, He's a safety. Um, And he's, I mean, he had two last game. And Mm -hmm. he's forced a couple and... um, you know, I love our edge rushers. Our edge rushers are really, really good. It's the interior of the D-line and the backers that it's just they're very young. They're very inexperienced, and they're not – they're just not there. They're just not there yet, and that's it, it just is what it is. There's a lot of reasons why. Um you know, Nebraska has been very bad at developing players, which is why we are where we are on the O-line, why we are where we are on the D-line. Um, it, it, it's just, and again, I don't want to sound all doom and gloom. It's just, it's hard to not be realistic with what you've seen on the football field. When, a, when going into this season, it looked like Nebraska could really shock some people and be a really, really good football team. Um. The discipline is better, though. I will say. I mean, they've they've gotten better um, with the penalties and not making stupid, stupid mistakes. You know, at inopportune moments. So offensively, we've got the talent. I mean, there's a lot of talent on that offense. There's AJ Allen and Anthony Grant have done a phenomenal job running the football. Um, you know, we've got threats over the top that can take the top off a of defense. We've got um, our tight ends going to be back. So that's good. Um, so we'll have that level as well. Um, you know, Palmer, Washington, Elante Brown, Omar Manning there's talent there on that offense, you know, and the offense, like I said, I think the way we win this game is we have to outscore Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Um, That's how I see it going down. I think it'll probably be a very high scoring game. Um, But yeah, we'll see. The interesting thing I like that I'm really curious of how especially the first quarter, Oklahoma outscoring their opponent 21 nothing in the first quarter and, and uh, I think 33 or 38 nothing in the third. So the, obviously the first and the third quarter is big for Nebraska. If they can obviously stay within, that, they might have a legit chance to win. But the thing that I'm really going to keep my eye on is two, is two people, Anthony Grant, and of course, and then uh, uh, more importantly, Casey Thompson. Of course, Thompson's familiar with Oklahoma. Yeah. Obviously playing him in the Red River and did quite – pretty well in my opinion um but uh what's what's your thoughts on his I, i've been impressed with casey i thought you know so far so good of course adrian martinez doing well at kansas state but what's your thoughts uh, on casey's performance through the first three i headed into oklahoma i think casey's been great um casey makes really smart quick decisions um He's he's protected the football. You know, the the turnovers he's had were not his fault. I mean, you know, they always say, oh, it's always the quarterback's fault. Well, no, it really wasn't. The ones that he's had would have not been on Casey. There was one that was definitely his last game. Um, but other than that, he's taking care of the football. You know, he's showing that he is more versatile than I think people think that he is. They've they've gotten him involved in the quarterback run game, um, which adds another dimension, makes it a little bit harder to defend the offense. Uh, he can throw the ball. We all know he can throw the ball. Um, and he's he needs to be a little bit better with his deep ball. Um, 
But I've been impressed. I think it's been a good addition for Nebraska. And I think that Adrian going to K-State was the best thing for Adrian, uh, in all honesty. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been very impressed with Casey. I don't I really don't have I don't have anything bad at all to say about Casey. I think he's done a great job. I really do. Looking, of course, at Anthony Grant and uh, a, you know phenomenal uh, <laughs> player overall. Of course, eleven runs uh, so far for the season of ten yards more for Nebraska uh, puts him at three and third in the nation, which is uh, pretty darn impressive. About one hundred forty. I think I read something like one forty-two point seven or point eight, something like that yards per game. <laughs> What's the key to stopping him? <laughs> He's, you know, here's the thing. You can, it's not that he can't be stopped. Obviously all running backs can be stopped. Right. But the thing that makes Grant really difficult is he is, ex- he has exceptional vision and his cutback is quick and his speed is like it's like that. I mean, it. it's pretty, he's pretty special. I don't know that I've seen a back that can really cut and have that great a vision in a long time down in Lincoln. Um, Amir Abdullah comes to mind. Roy Halu comes to mind, would probably be the most recent, um, but they've been gone for a long time, both of those guys. And he's special. He's a special back. I I really, really think he'll be playing on Sundays somewhere. And he does it all himself. The, the thing is, is that Nebraska's offensive line is not, it is not a good offensive line. Um, and he makes, he makes, he just makes it happen. He's one of those players where he just makes it happen. Um you know, so you better have you better have some guys that are sound in their gaps and sound in their in their footwork or he's going to he's going to make you pay for it. Um, and he's good out of the I mean, he's good out of the backfield, too. I don't know that he's our strongest catcher out of the backfield, but he he can he can do that. Um, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. He's he's been phenomenal. And A.J. Allen is incredibly talented he needs to he needs to bulk up but he is also incredibly talented as well um so Applewhite's done an exceptional job with both those guys i would say the problem with defending nebraska is if we get those guys going and we have the ability with our receivers to stretch a defense you know, you, you have to, you have to honor that speed at the wide receivers. Mm -hmm. So you can't just commit everybody to the run necessarily. And you can't necessarily commit everybody to the pass either. Um, because it's, there's a lot of different ways that we can attack you on offense. Um, which is why, which is why I, I, I don't, and I could be completely wrong. I, I don't really see us getting blown out. I think this game's going to be closer than people think it will be. I, I like uh, – no, I don't think – I'll be shocked if either team really blows the other team out. Um, no, I'm with you on that one. And that was going to be my next thing was, you know, obviously Oklahoma really last year had no issue with close games, even though well, – I guess they know what they did. They should have lost to Tulane. They should have lost to Kansas. They should have lost to Texas. They should have lost to Nebraska and then there's a few others. Um, but uh, heading into the game, if you're in Nebraska, let's just say here in a, about halfway through the third, heading to the fourth, halfway through the fourth, if Nebraska, if Nebraska's close, last year, of course, they lost by OU by seven, Ohio State by nine, Michigan by three, and there's a lot of others I won't get to, but those are the three big, biggest well-known schools that obviously did well in their season. But if you're in Nebraska and uh, – now you're Mickey Joseph. If this game about four or five minute mark in the fourth, if this thing is still a point, let's say one to six points, and let's make a one possession game. What do you tell the players? Because at this point, it has what is it safe to say that this is now a mental game at this point, knowing that okay, we're still in striking distance to either tying or taking the lead. Um, it's gotta be mental for these players if it's a close game, wouldn't it be? It is. And, and, and I've, I've talked about this many, many, many times. Um, 
you know, there's a, there's a philosophy within, within gymnastics coaching is, you know, first you have to learn, you got to learn the basics, then you got to learn, you know, how to compete. And then you have to learn how to, you know, win. And then once you're winning, then you got to learn how to keep winning. Right. And Nebraska just hasn't figured out how to get over the winning. We haven't figured out how to be in close games and win those close games. It's not that the kids give up. It's not that they, they quit fighting and it has nothing to do with that. It's like, it's like, it's a mental block at this point. (laughs) So how do you overcome that? And, you know, I think a lot of people say that a team takes on the identity of a head coach. Right. And, you know, maybe just having that new energy is what gets them over the over the hump. And Mickey addressed that. He said in his press conference, you know, I am I am going to address that with the team and I'm going to work with them, you know, mentally and and getting them confident and knowing that they can that they can do this. They can overcome it. You know, they just they just have to take that step. Um, but I believe the kids can do it. I, I really, really do. It's a good group of kids. It's a confident group of kids. You know, they just, they just need one game, whether it be the OU game or be, you know, further on into big 10 play, they just need one game for it to go right. And I think it'll, and I think it'll turn and I think it'll turn quickly. And that's what I was talking to a buddy of mine earlier and cause he is getting my kind of intake and i said you know i expect i said really both teams are really evenly played i don't know who would have the edge on what position because i think casey thompson could be if as good if not better than dylan dylan vice versa i think what concerns with dylan is the fact that he he holds on to the ball just a little bit too longer than he should but and then gets sacked but I think the running game's a lot better defensively for Oklahoma is a whole lot better than they've been so far uh, last year. But what concerns me, uh, and the biggest thing I'll probably bring up still, is to me this just seems like a good, perfect game for Nebraska to come out. You got the energy now obviously flowing through Memorial Stadium. All the fans can now probably, hopefully for now at least, for at least for 60 minutes, can release the the scott frost <laughs> frustration and and uh <laughs> yeah and hopefully enjoy the game i don't know they may not they we'll see on that one but no i i look forward to this one i still think you know if i had to put in my early if i'm oklahoma if i'm brent venables obviously first true road test regardless of what people say about nebraska it's still nebraska and that's why i liked what brent said after the game against kent state and in his tuesday press conferences it's still nebraska they may not be in the big 10 you know big 12 anymore which is a bummer but big uh, big 12 anymore but it's still that rich tradition and and almost mm-hmm. except for when uh bill callahan was here all the games were pretty darn good except for you know that one when he when Bill Callahan said that we're a bunch of redneck hillbillies, and hey, it's Oklahoma. I mean, whatever. What an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that when he said that in a press conference. I do too. What an yeah, idiot. That was... right? I mean, the, the spread is only the spread's only 10 points or 11 yep. points, I think, recently. You know, and you got to give, you know, you usually give what three to the home team. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it could be could be two touchdowns. It could be a touchdown, or you know, we could just lose by a field goal again, which would be awesome. <laughs> I need that again in my life. It's like <laughs> it, it carries, it like carries, it just like carries around me everywhere now in all of my football existence. <laughs> well uh, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> well, you know. Obviously, I'll be happy if OU wins, but I, I'll feel bad for you, though, if it's another close one, because at this point, I don't know what else to tell you guys. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't... We're just we're just like in, in peril. We're just in this like perpetual peril of perilous existence. And it is what it is. I think at this point, I think we're almost immune to it. Like it sucks, but I'm sort of immune to it at this point. Sab, I can see that. <laughs> I can, I can see that. <laughs> One thing I will say that you guys, I like, I like your guys' favorite on third down conversions. Oklahoma last week against Kent State was horrendous. 
they couldn't convert, I don't think, uh, half of their third downs if their life depend on it. Of course, Nebraska converting about nearly 60% from what I read something earlier, which is really good. Um, I'm not worried about – I'm. I mean, maybe I should be a little bit worried about the offense, but I don't think it's the offense that loses this football game for us. And I hate to say that again, but I've been – I've been pretty impressed offensively. I think that they're they have cleaned up a lot of stuff on offense and they've looked better. Even the offensive line has honestly looked better. Um but yeah, it, it it'll be I think it'll just be defense that does something blows an assignment and and that's how that's how that's how we'll lose it. It wouldn't surprise me. I know I'm so positive, right? You know, usually you love my positivity. I, this is, it's just, I, it's hard to be positive when I've been around the game so long and I've watched so many football games and I've never seen a Nebraska defense that bad. No, because they've always been known for defense. It's just, yeah. I mean, you're, we're used to doing dumb crap on offense but you know defense has usually saved us nope (laughs) not i'm afraid not this year unless like i said unless something magically gets better and they have some voodoo crazy louisiana backwoods bayou magic going on i don't know (laughs) i don't know (laughs) and i mean that in the kindest most sincere way obviously half of my family is from louisiana um and mickey joseph is from louisiana so Mm -hmm. you know you never know it could be a little bit of that louisiana magic Hey, well, yeah, I mean, you, you never know. I mean, I'm sure there's one listener out there that did she just say that? I'm like, yeah, she did. What you gonna do? What are you gonna do about it? But- <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I actually tweeted it too. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it was during the LSU game though. I said something about it, and I think it was before that last drive during the FSU game. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here for anything. Okay. Well, look how, look how that ended for you, Jamie. I know, which is why you shouldn't mess with that stuff. It's dark stuff. Stay away from it. <laughs> or your team's going to lose by three. It's, a, it's a proven fact. Or a point. I mean, unless you lost by a point. So yeah. you know, it's just like I said, it's it's my it's my football existence. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> No, it'll be a good game. I know the fans will show up. I know the energy will be there. Um, you know, I know OU has, you know, I know there's a lot of OU people coming. So it'll be a great time. It really will. Um, I'm looking forward to it, you know, regardless of what what transpires. It's, well, I mean, good. the good thing is it's still an out of, it's still, it still is an out-of-conference game now for both of mm-hmm. us. So, I mean, does it matter? Absolutely. But. Is it like the end of the world? Not really. You know, the big the Big Ten West is in such shambles. I mean, it's crazy to say this, but I mean, Nebraska still has a realistic chance to win the Big Ten West, mm-hmm. which is insane. But it could happen. You just I mean, anything could happen. It's college football. And this is one of those years where it looks like it's going to be one of those crazy things like 2007 was and just be bonkers. And you just don't know anything could happen. You may know this one because obviously you are you follow them a whole lot better than I do. Obviously, Oklahoma headed into the uh, Lincoln. Depends on what poll you go off of, either fifth or sixth in the country. Depends on what poll. Um, when was the last? I'm not trying to be funny at this point. When was the last time Oklahoma? Oh, Oklahoma. When was the last time Nebraska be the high ranked top five or top six team? Oh, it's I'm really been, not trying to be funny. I'm just kind of curious. No, it's been a really long time. I heard this the other day. What was it? I mean, I, I don't think. I think it was somewhere in. 2012 wow maybe 13 somewhere in there where so where we beat a and I, I don't know a top 10 team gosh i mean i think that that was just a ranked team i'm not sure i mean a top 10 team man you'd have to go back i think i i i can't 
in recent memory, I, I, I can't think of one, to be honest. Here we go. Let's see if I can. I know. I mean, obviously, there was the Ohio State win. I don't know if they were ranked all that high. I think we might have been ranked higher than Ohio State actually that year. Um, might have been Wisconsin or maybe Miami or Oregon. Now, they also this article's from 2019. So, I mean, and that's what says a lot of these articles are from a long time ago. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time. So, let's just do. I'm I, like I said, it's got to be like 2011, 2012. It's 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 been an exceptionally long time since we've had a a, a ranked opponent win. Well, if this is accurate. I don't know when the last time this was. Obviously, that was twenty sixteen. Lord, I think twenty sixteen. Uh, let's see. Someone keep, I know I'm looking through this tread. Um, looks like mm-hmm. uh, needless to say, it's been a minute because uh, these articles are so old. I don't know if they're even accurate. How accurate they are. No, um, this one says whoever it was on November the 7th of 2015, uh, Michigan State. Yeah, could have been. Could have been. I don't know. Let's see, 11, 12, Northwestern, 2012, Michigan. I was there for that game. Um, that was 20, though. They were right, 20th. 23. Yeah, number six, Michigan State. Wow. In 2015. Well, there you go. We're six, yeah. if that means anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I knew it had been quite a substantial amount of time. Um, and that's that's a top 10 like I said I it's been yeah it, it's been brutal we haven't been we haven't been good against strength opponents for a long time do I think we're six in the country probably not but nonetheless I'll take it for now so obviously headed into Lincoln what give us give the listeners your why Nebraska will win and then why they won't win. Um, we will win because we will establish the run and Anthony Grant will go off and then we'll just do some, you know, nice deep balls down the scene with Trey Palmer, big plays. Um, offense will win it. Defense, unfortunately, will lose it. I just have I just have that feeling um, in the pit of my stomach. I don't I mean, I like I said, I'd love to be wrong. Please, Huskers, prove me wrong, please. <laughs> There's one time I am OK with being wrong. It is this situation right now. <laughs> I hate being wrong, but <laughs> I would love to be wrong in this instance. But that's how that's that's how I see it going. If we win, it's because we ran the ball effectively which opened up the passing and then and the defense stops Oklahoma one, you know, one more time than they stop us. So we'll see what happens. What are your thoughts? I think Oklahoma, if they lose, it's because of three things. Dylan Gabriel really uh, sucked out there uh, on Saturday. The control, the issue with me that control that <laughs> I wasn't really sold with him at central Florida. Now, what I like about this, <laughs> all you little listeners out there that's Nebraska fans, <laughs> is you guys could not <laughs> to put add salt to the wound. You guys could lose to the quarterback that went undefeated under Scott Frost <laughs> at Central Florida. <laughs> Stop it. 
I just now thought of that. I believe he was a was yeah. no, it was Mackenzie Milton. I, uh, I think okay, well, he's I back think up Dylan then. was there. Yeah, I think he I, was there. But Mackenzie Milton was the quarterback when they went undefeated. I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he was backup. Yeah. But nonetheless, a quarterback that played for Scott Frost. I know. I know. Right. Of course. No. Uh, jokes aside. Why not? Well, <laughs> Why not? Let's just just pile it all on. Just get it over with. <laughs> no, I think if Oklahoma wins, it's because of Nebraska's defense. There's obviously had no stop to uh, to Dylan and to Eric Gray and Marcus Major and Marvin Mims, and the list goes on. Drake Stoops and. Uh, you know, Farouk, I think, is a name to keep an eye on, our young receiver. But, yep. no, I think if Oklahoma wins, it's because of the offensive. Obviously, they – well, one, they outscored everybody. But, no, I think they continue to dominate. You know, hopefully they don't get a slow start like they did against Kent – like they did last week against Kent State. But, no, I mean, the old, the old offensive line, for the most part, hasn't been that impressive. But at the same time, they haven't been, you know, bad, bad. The running game's a lot better. The interesting fact that what well, I'm going to curious on, it will lead to uh, you know what, and finish off why the Oklahoma wins because their defense helps out a lot as well. Yeah. While they will lose is Dylan Gabriel and the entire Oklahoma, both offense and defense side of the ball, the entire team failed on the true road test. One, two. What concerns me is the fact that you guys have so far struggled on defense. However, Oklahoma hasn't for hasn't um, turned the ball over yet, which always opens up the envelope to that to happen. Now, mm-hmm. hopefully not, but it could. Um, why would OU lose? Simple. One, Nebraska's fired up now. Scott Frost is out. You got new fresh and hopefully new blood in. And then two, of course, uh, being – that defense is good, but that offense I'm a little shaky on. And then uh, if Oklahoma wins, it's simply because uh, Dylan Gabriel did pretty well, and the defense obviously continues to improve. So yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, hopefully I we mean, don't turn the ball over, but yeah. it's going to be There's talent. Happen. I mean, the, the, you know, obviously OU has more talent than Nebraska does at this point. Um, you know, I'm concerned with our depth. I think that's that that'll be it. That'll be bad. That that won't be. That's you know been a problem for a couple years now. Well, more than that, but you know, you always got to play the game, right? You just you never ever know what might happen. I mean, look at the Fun Belt Sun Belt taking down teams. <laughs> I mean, right? They were all over the place. <laughs> you know, the disparity is getting smaller. It's getting smaller and smaller and. Or wider and wider if you look at, you know, some of the programs. But, you know, I mean, obviously the elite teams are still elite. But any given any given Saturday, just like any given Sunday, anybody can go down. You just never know. That's why we love well, it, right? So it makes well, college so exciting. Well, and that's why I think college, I mean, I'm obviously a you know pro fan too. But at the end of the day, I still think college still rings, in my opinion, is a little bit better than the pro simply because – I mean, last week you got, you know, Florida knocks off top 10 Utah down in Gainesville, but then they they got steamrolled <laughs> by Kentucky. And I then guess. you got then you got Texas A&M who lost to Appalachian State. You got Kansas <laughs> winning the Big 12 game. You know, that's not Texas. It's actually somebody else in the Big 12 they won. Mm-hmm. And so you got Kansas winning. You know, OU kind of struggled in the beginning of the first half. Tennessee had to win in, what was it, overtime or something like that against Pittsburgh. Overtime, um, yeah. BYU. Beat BYU Baylor. beating Baylor. Yep. That was a great football game. I knew that game was going to be good, but, man, that was a great football game. And um, Iowa still can't score more than, you know, seven points. I don't know what <laughs> – you know, I don't know what's up with I that. Mean, you so. know, as as crappy as it is to be a Husker fan, like at least I'm not an Iowa fan because they are losing their minds right now, and it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, of course, uh, Marshall going to Notre Dame and and upsetting them, and mm-hmm. I mean, last week was uh, it was a doozy. Of course, Bama <laughs> skids by Texas and walks out with the win but you know barely yeah thanks um, thanks now i gotta listen to texas fans <laughs> <laughs> you had one job 
we still aren't listening to AM fans anymore, though, right? Well, Liam, all the Aggie quiet. fans, all the Aggie fans actually got quiet. I haven't seen a single one. All I week. love it. I love it so much. That's what happens, guys, when you pay Jimbo the money and he doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. Well, and the fact that they're, I mean, this is off topic, but the fact that they're starting Haynes King over Max Johnson is stupid. Mm -hmm. That's just stupid. I mean, and it's just like Petrus at Iowa. I mean, those are just stupid coaching decisions, but I'm not the head coach. I don't get paid millions of dollars. Um, but I just, I, it, it's mind boggling to me. Some of the decisions these coaches make when it's obviously not working. Well, no. And um, I was trying to see real quick. What's the biggest, biggest, now we'll get to our predictions here in a second. I guess OU Nebraska, is that the biggest game this week? No, I think people probably think A&M Miami is probably oh, a bigger that's one. right, yeah. Um, Miss yep, LSU, play, LSU plays Mississippi State. That should actually be a good game. Um, I don't know if people are thinking it's a big game, but I think it could be a good football game. But I think I think the Texas A and M Miami game is the biggest, probably the yeah, biggest think, one. Yeah, I think you're right. Not many really good good ones. Yeah, but we say that, and then it turns out to be an awesome mm-hmm. week, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, there it is, A and M. Yeah. I can't really speak on Miami A and M. I haven't really watched Miami because I don't. I just I don't like Miami at all. Mm. So I really don't want to watch them play football. Um, I know the problems I've seen A&M and I know the problems that they have. Um, if they, if they start Haynes King over Max Johnson and don't use Mac Johnson, they could get beat by Miami. Uh, Miami hasn't really been tested. So I don't really know what they have to offer, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if A and M lost another one, or they could blow out Miami. I don't, I don't know. Like I, I haven't done a lot of research on. I haven't looked at Miami enough to know what they're all about. No, I know they're you. fast. Um, yeah, they're they're trying to get back to that speed like they used to be in the good old days with the speed yeah. that that um, won that Natty in one and way previous before that. So. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, apparently that's the. I don't know. Where's? Do you know where game day is? I know Big Noon is not in Lincoln, but I don't know. That's what's kind of one. Where is game day? That's what's kind of wondered because, um, because the fact that uh, I knew there wasn't. You know that it might be down Cold State game day week three. Let's see. Hmm. They're headed to uh, Boone, North Carolina. Oh, they're gonna go see App State. That's yep. that's nice for Appalachian State and Troy. Oh, that's a that's cool. App State, App- that's pretty cool. I hope App State fans rub that into a- Aggie's face on the on with all so those too. signs. I hope they do it. You know they're going to with Michigan. Oh yeah, they still do. I mean, they still do. They, that is still a thing. Oh, <laughs> After sure. you know, all these years later, when what was that? 07? Uh, was that 07 05. when that happened or 05? Okay, 05, I knew it was yeah. somewhere in that time frame. Uh, <laughs> I love it. As we wrap up, um, Oklahoma, Nebraska, and uh, what's your what's your prediction and and who you got winning, Miss Jamie? Um, again, I kind of think I. On the other one, I, I kind of see that 45 30 type of score, maybe, maybe 38, you know, it just kind of depends. Um, but I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I think OU probably wins the game. So that's where I'm gonna go, Coach. I, if you're listening to this, I gotta change my mind from what I said on your show <laughs> when the season started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so edit that no don't edit that but no um i think oklahoma wins i do think that uh, anthony grant could be and could be easily be an issue for OU's defense we'll see exactly how how good their run game really is even though they're only averaging only giving up eight points a game i think the defense is a whole lot better than it has been but competition hasn't we haven't stepped that up just yet i think anthony grant's going to be a potential issue i think nebraska 
is going to at least score for sure 28 points. I still think he can probably get in the 30s. I think uh, Casey Thompson could have a heyday. He's familiar with this defense, even though it's under Brent Venables, but he's familiar with Oklahoma. You look at Oklahoma, Dylan Gabriel hasn't thrown an INT or let alone turn the ball over, knock on wood. And uh, the running game wasn't really impressive last week, but nonetheless, they got the job done against Kent State. However, at the end of the day, I do think that there's enough skilled set players for Oklahoma to get the edge. I think Oklahoma walks, not walks away, but I, th- I do think Oklahoma uh, gets the win. I won't. I won't, uh, you know, torment the Nebraska fans. I'm not going to say, oh, he's going to win by by a uh, one-score possession. At least I want to give you guys, you know, some of a heartbreak. I do think uh, <laughs> OU wins. Uh, let's go. Oh, do I really think it's be that high score? Let's go 42 to 31. It's probably about, about right, too. It's kind of where I think most people – most even people though, are at. Even that feeling is like twenty to seventeen, but still. I know that's what I said. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's going to be a total yeah. defensive battle. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Of course, of course, it is. That's what always happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to give you guys. You know, I don't. I would hate. I really. I mean, obviously, I want us to win, but I really would hate to see you guys lose again by. Less than one score possession. That I, I really, I probably will feel bad at that point. <laughs> I, I feel bad already for myself, but <laughs> <laughs> oh well. <laughs> no, it'll be a good game. I'm excited. It's it's OU Nebraska. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Enjoy it, guys, because. Uh, like I said, I think the next one is in 2029 or 2030. Some ridiculous years down the road, and and who knows what's yeah, going to what this world's going to look off. like by then. Yeah, it's who knows. Nebraska might be in the ACC by that point, and OU will probably still be the SEC. But you never know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's almost a decade away. Who knows? But uh, 11 a.m. Fox, Oklahoma, Nebraska. I do miss this being every year. Rival uh, every year game, but it is what it is. Money is yeah. unfortunately bigger than history. Yep, it sure is. Money talks. That's all we all got, right. guys. Nebraska. All right, Oklahoma. guys, have a good night. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good evening. Follow us on major podcast platforms, air rate underscore podcast on Twitter. Everyone enjoy the week three of college football, week two of the NFL. We will uh talk uh Next week, recapping Nebraska-Oklahoma. Take care.